Welcome back, sis. Today's episode is for you if you want more peace and less anxiety. I'm going to share the number one thing you need to stop doing in order to make that happen. I'll keep it simple and cut to the chase. So this is going to be a quick episode, but it will pack a punch. You don't need anything except your listening ears for this one. So sit back and relax. We're digging in in three, two, one, go. Listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with. If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. Okay, so I thought about this as I was having a conversation with some of the ladies I used to work with. Y'all now know that I left my job, so I'm not working anymore, but I was having this conversation and I started to consider what triggers anxiety. And it brought me back to some of the women who I worked with in a coaching setting. Now, just a little bit of background in my corporate career, I was also in a coaching setting. It just was obviously like a leadership position, um, but more of a coaching role. So I still got to coach during the day. Favorite job, really great experience. But in life coaching and fitness coaching and all the coaching that I've done over the last decade, I saw consistency across the board with some of the primary issues being brought to my attention. And, you know, some of the things that the ladies were coming to me for help with stemmed from this one bad habit. Some of the issues included feeling overwhelmed and not knowing where to start or what to do to get, quote, back on track, whether that was in fitness and pursuing goals outside of fitness, just feeling kind of, you know, more put together, having a grip on life, that kind of thing. Another issue was getting to the point of burnout and not knowing how to go about recovering from that and then getting to a point where things don't go that route again, like kind of repeating history, you know. And then another issue was that some of my clients had felt paralyzed by anxious thoughts in that valley season that we inevitably go through. So when I dug into this some more with a lot of my clients, I would say... You know, I started coaching back in 20, like 13, 2014 unofficially. And then I started taking on clients a couple years later. I saw very consistently this one issue that was at the root of all of the rest of these like surface issues. So it was a root cause habit issue, whatever, that was producing all of these other symptoms. And The issue was that they were doing one thing that they weren't even aware of. So before I dig into what that thing is, I want to just provide some working definitions. I looked up the word overwhelm and I found a few definitions. The one definition out of the Oxford Dictionary that stood out to me was this. 
to give too much of a thing to someone, to inundate. And this is going to be our working definition, okay? So the number one thing you need to stop doing so that you don't feel overwhelmed, so that you don't feel so anxious, so that you can experience peace is over-consuming. Over-consumption is a serious problem, and so many of us hardly have any awareness around what overconsumption actually is and what areas of our life are suffering from that because our culture especially if you're in the United States is one that encourages overconsumption in fact it normalizes it you know so the number one thing you need to stop doing is overconsuming when you consume let's just get to to some foundational understanding points okay When you consume, you're just trying to meet a need. Whatever the need is, it helps you to feel some sense of safety, right? So if you're consuming food, it's because you are hungry. If you're consuming water, you're thirsty. If you are consuming news, it's because you feel the need to be informed and you want to kind of have a general awareness of what's happening around you, whether it's political, cultural, whatever, right? If you're consuming any sort of entertainment, you might feel that you need a sense of relaxation, right? Or stress relief. Maybe you need to come down from that stressful day. Now, what I mentioned before is that we as a culture, especially if you're in the U.S., we tend to kind of fail to recognize what overconsumption actually looks like because overconsumption is normalized. So what ends up happening is you pay more attention to the symptoms than you do the root cause because you're consuming so many things at the same time. And it's not just having to do with food or social media or anything. Sometimes we're just engaged in too many things. We have too many um, activities going on outside of our primary responsibilities. We have a lot of things that are floating around in our minds and we're constantly on this just, you know, hamster wheel of thoughts, actions, things, go, 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 and it doesn't stop. So we don't ever have this opportunity to slow down and to take inventory of the things that need to be really accounted for more consistently. And like I said, it results in us only paying attention to the symptoms. I'll give you an example of what that actually looks like. When I was doing fitness coaching, women would come to me and tell me, Eric, I need to lose weight help me lose weight. So I'd say, okay, let's dig into it a little bit. I wouldn't just, you know, start talking about dieting and exercising. I would get into what kinds of things were going on. How did they cope with stress? If they were drinking, how much were they drinking? What did they do in their free time? You know, did they have free time? And oftentimes the problem wasn't the weight loss. The weight loss was only the most obvious issue that they could identify. The issue was that they were consuming too much of whatever it was. And some people, they consume too much work. They were just constantly doing work around the clock, 13 hours a day, 14 hours a day in their downtime, still working, still answering emails, still getting back to people and talking about things that had to do with work all the way up until they were in their beds, heads on the pillow. They would wake up and start over the process. You know, it just never stopped. 
Some people, they were consuming too much food or too much alcohol or both. Some people were consuming too much TV. Some people didn't want to stop numbing themselves with substances or people or entertainment, right? And it got to this point where the most obvious issue that came up was the fact that they'd gained weight and they figured, I don't feel like myself and it's probably because I don't look like myself. But what happened when they got the weight down, when they were consistent in getting their food intake in order and they were exercising, these other things were still happening. People were still working too much. People were still not dealing with their problems. So there is this issue that we have as a culture. And part of that issue is that we have a really hard time dealing with our stuff. So I've talked about, you know, the five top people that you need in your corner. Life coach is the last person, to be honest with you. You got to get to the root of the stuff that's happened up until this point before you can start thinking about effectively tackling the future. But to do that, you have to be ready to take those steps and to put in that work. Part of that includes consuming less. You have to start making some sacrifices. And I hate to break it to you, but that's not going to happen if you choose not to make it happen. No one can do that work for you, right? If you have some sort of ailment, no one can go through your medical treatment for you. No one can take your pill for you, take your chemo for you. If you're going through something emotionally, no one can deal with your stuff for you, right? Whether you consume something or not, you still have to get to the root of the issue that's causing you to want to find safety in whatever it is that you're consuming. So before you can even get to the point where you start digging in, you have to stop doing that one thing and it is over-consuming. So I just want to challenge you today. What is the one thing, what is the one area of your life where you are, in a sense, trying to control the issue by either taking in too much or not taking in enough of something else that is beneficial to your overall wellness, whether it's in your spiritual life, your physical, mental, or emotional life. What could you be more intentional about and what could you really seek the Lord about right now so that he would give you the guidance and give you the strength to stop consuming the wrong things and start consuming the things that would move you closer to him and move you in the direction that he would have you go in. All right, that's that's really all I have for you today. I hope that this is a blessing to you and I hope that if you are in a season where you need to kind of slow it down that you would Maybe consume a little bit more of God's word instead of consuming the things of the world. I am praying for each of you. And as with anything, I hope that I would see you on the inside of the Facebook group so that you can dig into God's word a little more. We're currently in the study of Jonah. And if that's not something you're interested in, then I hope I see you on the next one. God bless you. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.